Hey everyone, welcome to episode 75 of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Dr. Nicola Ragusa, the Chief Medical Officer of Pulse Telemedicine Technologies. Without further ado, let's bring him on. Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. How are you today? Good. How you doing, Jared? How's Boston over there? It's uh, dreary outside. Mm. Very dreary. It's uh, been really, um, yeah, just not a great day. <laughs> it's just not a great day <laughs> overall. Um, it, it's it's been pretty pretty good so far this fall. Uh, you know, a little little chilly over the most recent weekend, but um, good day good day to be working. You know. It did to be working. Uh, Perfect day to hunker down. I agree. New York is a bit gloomy too, rainy and gloomy all day here. So enjoying being in front of the screen. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to have you on. I know we, we talked recently. Uh, you gave me a good recap of the company. Uh, I'd love if you could kick things off by telling the audience more about you and your background, and then we'll we'll go into your, uh, your business. Yeah, absolutely, Jared. So um, my name is uh, Dr. Nicola Ragusa. I'm one of the co-founders of Pulse Telemedicine Technologies. We're a telemedicine company that started four and a half years ago uh, here in, uh, in New York City. Uh, the other co-founder is Paul Min. He's uh, very tech-heavy uh, based. He's our CEO. Uh, I'm more the kind of doctor visionary side. Uh, I'm the CMO of the company. Um, so we pretty much started out with the vision of connecting doctors with patients before telemedicine was a common parlance. Um, telemedicine was really a, a fringe thing back in 2016. Not many people were using it. Nobody knew what we were talking about when we approached practices. So it's kind of been interesting to see everything turn around over the course of the past year or so. Uh, we originally started out with uh, being very broad-based, so um, pretty much encompassing all subspecialties under this uh, broad uh, umbrella of just you know patients FaceTiming with their physicians. Um, there was nothing like us at the time. Now there are a lot of different uh, companies out there. Um, and the way that we've transitioned moving forward is we've made our product uh, a lot easier to use. So we have a uh, basically a one-touch interaction with the with the doctors, um, which has uh, improved connectability. Um, patients uh, can use us on all platforms and all size screens. So whether it's an Android, iOS, uh, tablet, Mac, PC, phone, whatever, um, you know, you can you can talk to your doctor using us. We do have a subspecialty um, kind of connection that's uh, specific for eye care. So we can check vision, check macular health, color vision, uh, a lot of different tools that uh, make the interaction with your eye doctor more robust. Um, we have a lot of eye doctors using that. And currently the thing that we're working on is uh, the pediatric side, which we're very excited by. So uh, our client base is uh, private practices, and we're also working with uh, um, kind of like mid-sized startups, uh, helping them scale with uh, uh, kind of 
a telemedicine arm. So very exciting stuff happening here at Pulse. Yeah, no, it's uh, I, I like the I like the startup approach. Obviously, being a startup, right? It's uh, I think startups are also more likely to select a solution that helps them with something they don't have to build, right? Because the when you're looking at the build versus buy, nine out of ten times it's buy, right? Based on your time and, and the cost uh, to build out the technology. So I think that's great. I'd love uh, to kind of hear a little bit about how, you know, it's been a crazy, crazy 2020. How did COVID uh, necessarily affect the company positively, negatively? You know, I'm guessing positively, um, it seems for the most part, but obviously there's there's some points where I'm sure things could be affected negatively as well. I'd love to hear your thoughts on how, how things affected uh, Pulse. Yeah, 2020, um, you know, has been interesting. It's been a topsy-turvy year for uh, for everyone. Um, I mean, we all know that telemedicine companies uh, broadly have done well this year. Uh, the, the regulation, uh, well, actually starting in 2019, did start to favor uh, telemedicine telehealth. Uh, but uh, during the public health emergency, um, which is kind of pretty much extended out through the end of the year, telemedicine, telehealth services have really uh, been pushed by the federal government. Uh, a lot of state and local governments have followed suit as well. Um, so it's been very favorable for, uh, for doctors and patients, understandably so. Nobody wants to go to the doctor's office. Um, nobody wants to be in closed environments. Uh, so things have worked out nicely for telemedicine as a whole. Uh, for us specifically, you know, there was an initial shock when everything did take place because, you know, we are New York based. So um, <laughs> pretty much March, March was a shock. We things going to face, you know, we, we did have a lot of close friends and family that were affected by the crisis. Um, we did garner a lot of business at that time. We were able to help a lot of uh, practices out. Um, a lot of practices did have to uh, close their brick and mortar doors, but were able to still generate revenue and stay afloat using our services, um, you know, which we're very proud of. Uh, the fact that we were able to help a lot of local businesses, a lot of local practices, um, I mean, it's just fantastic. Um, the patients were still you know, able to be seen by their doctors. The physicians were still able to pay bills. Um, you, as I'm sure you're aware, Jared, a lot of practices did close their doors, um, some of them permanently. Uh, I mean, I'm a physician myself, and I was not at work for about four months, um, which is substantial. Um, and a lot of the older docs are just not coming back. So. Yeah, it's it, just like you kind of mentioned earlier in the podcast too. It, it seems like there's a lot of all different types of telehealth focused companies that have definitely popped up as a result of the pandemic. And, it, and so there's been growth there, but the private practices, like you said, many of them have shut down. We've seen the same thing. And the ones that I guess were young enough in their careers and with their practices are going to keep going, but there's been some that were nearing retirement age anyways, right? So they're not going to start 
over and start up a new practice. Um, they're either going to pick up some some additional shift somewhere, right? Or uh, hopefully join join some startups and innovate and, and help uh, the industry move forward. Always love seeing that. What what are some of the like practice types that that you tend to work with? So uh, practice types that we work with primarily right now are, you know, it, it was kind of a broad approach uh, initially. So, you know, back in 2016, we, we did work with dermatology practices, pediatric practices, internal medicine. Uh, I think we had a gastroenterologist, neurologist. I believe we even have a dentist. Uh, but as the, as the market, um, and we believe the future really is segmentation, market segmentation. This broad approach to telemedicine is not, um, in, in our view, the best approach to patient care. You really want telemedicine services that are geared towards subspecialties, much the way that medicine is practiced in the brick and mortar world. So um, what we're focused on now is concierge, so that is uh, kind of still a big por portion of what we're doing just because of well, patients, those types of patients want ease of access to their physicians, a um, little bit more intimate uh, communication. Uh, so that's certainly one arm that we're uh, you know, dedicated and working on. The other uh, arm is eye care services. Uh, so uh, I'm an ophthalmologist myself, so I, I do have a little bit uh, of a, I'm pushing the company in that direction as well. We do have capabilities of uh, measuring eye uh, vision and uh, other kind of eye related issues. Um, some of the biggest problems that patients face that really can be monitored remotely are uh, dry eye services, for example. So that is something that the patients don't necessarily have to come to the office for. And it's a huge market. It's a $32 billion market uh, in the U.S. potentially. Um, and that is something that requires constant uh, care and attention. Um, and lastly, we are po uh, focused on uh, pediatrics. So pediatrics is, uh, is kind of interesting. Um, out of all of our clientele, we do see the highest usage um, in the pediatric realm. And uh, a lot of that has to do with, um, it's scary being a parent. So um, it's kind of tough having this, uh, this young person uh, that you have a lot of trouble communicating with. They, children essentially just tell you that they're not feeling well if they're hungry, if, the, if they've soiled themselves, or if something's really wrong. That third part is something that, you know, parents have a lot of trouble dealing with, especially new parents. So we're looking, at, looking for ways to um, help alleviate those pain points for the newer parents. Um, we're conducting extensive market research right now. Uh, uh, you know, we're, we're on our second uh, round of um, on surveys, and we're going to launch a product very soon, which is um, exciting for our end. So, 
those are the, th the three arms that we're currently uh, that we currently have. Um, we do believe that telemedicine, telehealth segmentation is the way to go. Um, and we see this working very well in some fields, for example, psychiatry and uh, psychotherapy. I mean, it, this is great. This is like shrink space is really like a perfect fit. And we believe that other uh, uh, kind of arms of medicine will work well also. Where can people learn more about the company? So um, it depends on what they want to learn about, <laughs> Jared. So if they want to learn about, um, you know, kind of what the company offers right now, they can go to uh, pulsett.com. So that's P-U-L-S-E. Uh, tt.com um, if they have questions about investment or um, you know integrating pulse into their practice they can actually email me directly so they can email me at nik at pulsett.com that's p-u-l-s-e-t-t.com um, and in the subject line let me know if they are interested in integrating this into their practice into their uh, if they're interested in a kind of a, a built-in scalable way of integrating this into their uh, healthcare startup, um, or if they're interested in uh, investing directly in our company, we're, we're happy to talk to you as well. We can, um, I'm happy to connect you with our investor relations team. Uh, but yeah, essentially that's the best way to communicate good old fashioned email. Perfect, all right. Well, thank you so much for, for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'll throw uh, some links to your, your company in the show notes as well, so people will be able to, to check that out directly and look forward to staying in touch with you and following the, the progress of, uh, of your company. Very exciting. Thanks, Jared, and good luck with the rest of the 2020 that we have yeah. coming up. <laughs> Absolutely. That, that, that goes for everyone. <laughs> Thanks so much. All right. Take care, bud. Bye. Hey, everyone. I wanted to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Block Health. Block Health is building the ecosystem of healthcare solutions and services to power the future of healthcare. Through Block Health, healthcare professionals and organizations can use their credentialing data for more. They can use the platform to store their credentialing and licensing related documents, fill out a smart common application that could be used to order multiple different services like provider enrollment, state license registration, state license renewals, and much more. To learn more about Block Health, please go to www.blochealth.com. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest.
Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.